Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. 43 after 4, let's take a quick sting. Uh, we're crossing over now to our health check with the one and only Dr. Mati Mediale. And we're talking all things stomach. Yes, we're just talking about the stomach this afternoon. Do you read the word for today daily devotionals? We wish to ensure that your copy reaches you on time. You can now receive the booklet directly at an address of your choice or via email if you prefer. It's easy. Visit radiopulpit.co.za, select your choice and update your details. Or SMS the word devotional to 37871. You will receive a reply SMS with the options. Alternatively, contact client services on 012-334-1257. Standard rate supply. Your Excellency, good afternoon to you, sir, and blessed month ahead. <laughs> good afternoon, Excellency. The Lord is still good. We're still blessed. And it's always a pleasure to come and share my knowledge with your listeners. No, that's absolutely phenomenal, uh, Your Excellency. Uh, let, let's do a quick, um, what do you call it? Let's do a quick uh, community check. How is South Africa doing uh, health-wise? Um, how are we doing in terms of uh, behavior? <laughs> Generally, uh, Your Excellency, what's that looking like? <laughs> Excellency, you know, the worrying factor that we picked up again last month because we did get that we were worried about the number of young men, teenagers who are committing suicide and also the abuse of drugs that we become addicted and also those that attempted a suicide taking drug overdose. Mm. And the category 14 and 24 is just alarming. And you think in this other girl that should be doing matric or as matric, if not, they should get varsity or they should have finished varsity. So there are myriad of, of, of information that can go with it. But we haven't done any scientific study. Mm. We just want to observe that we begin to see when they are flooding. And also, the day or two, when they start saying, you know, there's a mom that called, say, my child has taken a drug overdose. Mm. What should I do? Should I call an ambulance? Should I call Black Mirage? Should I call the police? You know, because the situation is just overwhelming. Mm. And it can, you know, and these are the participants that I picked up from the hospital that I'm attached to. And it seems to be a worrying factor. I thought that because of the climatic change and everything else, what we've been seeing clinically, a lot of people presenting with sinus and sinus related problems mm. and that will be dizzy and that will make them to be moody and that will make them to be not have a good sleep and from that they become very insomnia and from there they can also become very erratic in terms mm. of their response mm. and you worried about the rape rage, you worried about the abuse, you worried about sure. general people, especially on a Friday, mm. end of the month. But, you know, now some of us, because we couple weeks, we are 40 days, 40 nights, and right. we're observing. And we try to fuck as much as we can and <laughs> praise all the delinquents. <laughs> I'm not judging, Your Excellency. <laughs> yeah, we try and fast, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Your Excellency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the things that we see in generally, and I think my experience it goes with other people, other healthcare providers, and that's in other situations that they might find it. Mm. But the one that we a lot of suicide, suicide attempts, and, and then we become very, very worried. 
Mm. Last year, they worried about teenage pregnancies mm. and mm. the rate of abortion. This year, around intern gone down mm. and the peak on that one. So I'm not sure the first cut of the month, what does that have to do with teenagers? I sure. don't know, maybe or maybe the devil chasing them a mock, or maybe they're just unbelievers, mm. or maybe they're just without living their own life, and then we happen to pick up this thing at a hospital, which is the wrong place to be. Your Excellency, is there maybe um, a uh, so a social explanation for, especially the suicide um, uh, 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 spike in numbers? Is that perhaps attached to the you know publishing of results? You know, I know you said that you've not done uh, any technical studies on the matter, uh, but just out of observation, do you, are there any social explanations? I think social explanations are the one that I've interacted with. You sure. Know, just, you know, our kids, when you talk to their mom or caregiver, sure. you know, and expectations, and then probably they were hoping to get a new cell phone that didn't go well. Or oh, so they had a crush on somebody and the those clubs were sort of laughing at them. That peer group pressure sure. that put to them in that particular category, especially the two ones when relationships have gone sour mm. or maybe have something like now, you know, like microwave tea. You know, they want that thing now. And if you don't give them, then they'll react. And one of the reactions is to get... And the tablets are not prescribed for them. They're prescribed for the moms or they're prescribed for the granny. Mm. We know so much about this and that if I can just gallop that, mm. then that will be. So we believe that, you know, that social cohesion, that thing that, you know, charity begins at home, mm. women delving and really decompromising and dissecting to the level that we can find out what are the real, real, real costs. It's TV or media mm. or just expectation that when I grow up, I don't want to work. I just want to get a grant, and after the grant, I'll get my <laughs> yeah. Thing. So why should I go and work if the money can be flown into me? Mm, and mm, remember, mm, mm, mm. Starting some transition of work, not work, of school to work. When you realize that the workplace, the corporate, is not what they thought it is, also that adjustment it has a bearing on them as well. Sure. My family, if you've just joined us uh, this afternoon, it's Radio Pulpit. Uh, and uh, yeah, we've got uh, Dr. Matime Diale on the line uh, today. The conversation focuses on IBS and gastrointestinal conditions, right? Uh, but uh, in terms of the overview um, of the health space and the general health um, of South Africa, that sample, of course, taken mainly, uh, I think, from centers here in Gauteng, uh, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're, we're looking at issues around uh, suicide um, and all of the connected conditions. Uh, we're looking, um, Your Excellency, uh, you said, uh, what other conditions are you picking up? Um, you said uh, in terms of men, what are you looking at? Young men? Uh, young men, we found that a lot of them is substance abuse. Substance abuse. And, uh, substance abuse one. and when men, we realize that when they go for a suicide, they don't have second chance. Mm, mm, and mm. they're not there. Which female you know, we might find them before the actual uh, suicide happens. They might be bothering there because naturally they are not brave enough to, to commit. And they are like, you know, taking drug overdose. Mm. And they are, they are literally they throw them at a coming car or they throw them at a coming train mm. or they charge or they go for the jugular where they hang themselves up on the tree. Or they're quite the decisive. Sure. And they are very 
as they said, you know that somehow we are going on the level of schizophrenia. So mm-hmm. maybe they should talk about that schizophrenia because a lot of men I know that schizophrenia are walking around, they don't know about it. It's only us that we can make inferences if they're not our patients mm-hmm. and it is a probably two or three sessions that can say definitely you are a schizophrenia or something else. But you know, unfortunately we are reactive, we just meeting them at the end of money for their life and we make a diagnosis and say, you know, this could be the possible cause of this anyway for post-mortem results. It's a really, really sad, sad situation. Sure, Your Excellency. No, may the Lord continue to strengthen you and uh, your colleagues uh, in the medical space as you continue. You know, you, you're basically standing in the gap. You know, all of these. You are the first respondents. You are in the first line of defence in that area. Uh, may the Lord really just continue to cover you, um, to bless you, to encourage you, and to give you all the strength that is necessary for you to continue doing your work. You know, with the grace that is necessary to handle the the the, the holistic uh, portfolio. Of, of, of conditions that are presented before you. Now, this afternoon, Your Excellency, we are talking all things um, IBS. <laughs> so, when you for, talk of IBS, Excellency, when you talk of IBS, mm. it's a full name called Irritable Bowel Syndrome. Mm-hmm. And one thing that has at the end the syndrome, which means it's not just one thing that's affecting your body. Mm-hmm. Remember when I talk on, on Radio Pop, I think it was only 29 of, of, of January, I talk about the gut health. Mm-hmm. And one of the key that I said that we are what we eat, because what's going in into you, it results into what you're going to be taking out. And I also mentioned that when you talk of the gut, it's called gastrointestinal tract. Mm-hmm. It starts from your go through your esophagus, into your stomach, intestine, colon, and the last one will be the anus. But now when you talk of IBS, it's mm. sort of centralizing what you call on the colon there. And usually because it's a syndrome, it could be inflamed, it could have a virus link, it could have bacteria, it could mm. have a fungal thing. And also this thing that's why you call an IBS, it's very erratic. It's not straightforward. Today you might do this, mm. tomorrow do something. But it does affect largely what you call large intestinal. And before we make it, it should be a chronic condition. It's not an acute IBS. Mm. But when you say chronic, for the last three months, which means for the last 12 weeks, you might be presenting with certain symptoms. And one of the symptoms that we, that sort of people come and complain or share with us, is when they get abdominal cramping or abdominal pain, which is very, very funny. And then they got bloating. Mm. And the one that is so somehow embarrassing with a part of the sun, they got a lot of gas while sitting, sleeping, or standing. It's not related to any diet I've been like before, but mm-hmm. it begins to be chronic, some embarrassing. In some other cases, they may present with what called diarrhea or a constipation, and that constipation can last more than a week or three weeks, and that's a worry. That could be an indication that you need to see one of the several boys to make a diagnosis mm-hmm. as well. But also in with IBS, one of other things that we're looking at is your bowel movement and also the appearance of your bowel movement. From the movement and appearance, we can make a diagnosis. We can actually tell what is the root cause as well. And then also we realize that if your stool might have a new cause as well, we realize that you might be suffering from IBS. And also wow. IBS is what we call a gastroenteritis. What does it mean by that? Mm-hmm. Just the same thing in your colon, you have some infection and it could be a severe bout of diarrhea, and that diarrhea, its cause could be bacteria or virus, 
and in some other cases when you take in medication, especially over the counter that has not been prescribed, that maybe you've been to an EMT, you just prescribed the medication, you have never taken a history about your bowel. Mm. You might result a bacterial overgrowth. And what do you mean by that? It means that a bacteria become more colonized in your area, in a specific area of your gut, and that will cause more nausea. It will also affect your, your, your mood as well. Mm. So when you go into ENT, for example, for that matter, you concentrate on the ear, nose, and throat. And if you feel that there might be some infection there or inflammation, that you might do that. But if you treat yourself with excess medication, that's where you end up with what we call bacterial overgrowth. And that's a term that we can end up with what we call uh, inflammatory bowel syndrome. Mm. And when you do diagnosis, you know, over and above your bacterial overgrowth, we try to make it sure that it's not what we call gold disease, which is an inflammation of your of your stomach. And also we try to rule out the thing what we call um ulcerative colitis, which happen more in the stomach. But the IBS usually is happening in the colon, which is a large intestine as well. Mm. And then and then we can make a definite diagnosis. And to make a definite diagnosis, obviously you need to take history. You might find out about if it's what in your family, you're the best one to have it in your family mm. and what's your and one of the risk factors when you talk of IBS, it, it, it is generally in South Africa. A lot of people, either between the ages of 30 and 50, mm. those are one, and it does affect more females than males. Wow. You know, other that I've seen with, with IBS, you know, four of them would be female. And then uh, if it's female, they are over the ages of 50 as well. We worried about their oestrogen level. If probably they are menopausing, they're taking mm-hmm. any medication as well. Mm-hmm. That also might affect, it might cause what we call uh, inflammatory bowel syndrome. And one of the risk factors that we also being aware, but we don't talk a lot about it, is what we call food allergies. You know, a lot of people, they suffer from food intolerance or food allergies. One of the weak, and they become weak intolerant. And over above wheat intolerance, milk product that they're taking or any dairy product as well, they become intolerant to that and they'll run into the loom many times. They'll suffer from diarrhea. If not diarrhea, it's chronic, painful uh, uh, constipation. So, so we, we, we worried about that as well. And like in the small categories, like in the, your, your, your children less than 80 years, then we worried about their mood disorder and there's a test that we do to test their anxiety levels as well. And if for example they are depressed as well, we find that that gut access that I've spoken about, your gut and your mind, when people say that got a gut feeling as well, we try and explore that avenue as well in order for us to, to, to make a diagnosis. But we find again in teenagers and people who are in any other math as well. So that category also, when they come to us, we sort of do that. And another thing that also may trigger if we have sort of diagnosed with IBS as well, you know, be careful of carbonated drinks as well. Mm. Be careful with such food as well. You know, something that you take, you know, religiously and you don't know what's happening all of a sudden, you have a diarrhea or you've got, you got a constipation as well. Be a worry if you reflect, you might need to see a specialist to, to, to overrule it. And, you know, where I come from, in Lalen, we used to, we used to use this as well. We're drinking um, unpasteurized milk. Mm. All of a sudden, yeah. And then all of a sudden, if they eat cabbage, which happens to be the main stable that we eat in there, and also beans, that combination of mm. motion and cabbage. Chronically based on it as well, 
if you go to a doctor who's never been in a pharmacy world, he's likely to make a diagnosis of IBS. But it just shows that these are the table food that you used to and your colon is not responding very well. Mm. And one of the questions that is well, we talk of muscle contraction, you know, your muscle in your in, in the in that colon as well. It's a smooth muscle. How do they work? Do they contract very well at the right time, at the right place? So that when you are constipation, they can also be able to conduct themselves well to push and contract so that that parallel is happening as well. In some other cases, if you might have a nerve damage called a phrenic nerve or a vagus nerve, you know, just highly technical. If you have some of those things in a nervous system as well, they'll affect your diarrhea, they'll, they'll present with diarrhea, it can also affect with constipation. In some other cases, they may really cause a uh, mood disorder. Mm. But what we want to excellent also, some of the other trigger points as well, we have to take history very, very carefully. People that I've seen that have came to me to consult on IBS, when you take history, you find that they may have been abused emotionally, they may have been abused sexually, mm. and also they may be abused physically. And we think that during our time when we grow up, physical abuse was the norm from home to work, even from work mm. to school as well. So you know, we worried at that time, what were the incidents of IBS? But at the moment, we don't do that, and people are aware of their rights, and it can be reported, and the law can deal with you as well. And in some other case, we found that the cause of IBS, it could be called severe infection. The severe infection that doesn't respond normally to antibiotics, it's a worry as well. Mm. And also, the other side of the story, if you abuse antibiotics as well, you might also end up with what you call an inflammatory bowel syndrome. So you have to be very careful, and then we advise our radio pulpit listeners that, you know, over-the-counter medicine, it might be cheaper, but in the long run, it might be costly. So it's very key that you consult with the clever boys and girls so that they can make a diagnosis and shift your own self-diagnosis and so that you, you get it there as well. So those are the things that when you talk of IBS in the lump sum, we talk of them. And also one of the major complications of IBS, it will be chronic constipation that doesn't respond to normal medication over the counter mm. and you can end what you call hemorrhoids. And hemorrhoids, they can be internal, they can be external. And hemorrhoids are very embarrassing. It's not a nice area to examine as well. And then you can't sit for long. You can't die for over long. And when you're sitting as well, you've become very, very uncomfortable because of the hemorrhoids. And only one to take them, you need to get to the general surgeon to take them out. And also with IBS, your quality of life. Remember, you are, you are food intolerant. Sometimes you are milk intolerant. So you're limited. You're limited in terms of what you're taking in. Mm. And in terms of your, your quality of life becoming very poor and also related to that as well. If you are also lactate intolerant or you are somehow milk intolerant as well, you might find that your number of access from work, they are very high mm. because you are moody, you are moody. Anything that you got is the diarrhea. It's not a nice place to go to work because your workplace might not have necessary facilities to cater for your underlying problem as well. So that could be embarrassing as well. And you find that absenteeism becoming very, very, very high as well. And generally, in order for us to treat IBS, you need to get medication from a, from, from a specific, maybe a surgeon, or somebody else with an interest in IBS as well. And you might do a lot of counseling. And in some other cases, supplements, they do have a role to play in terms of managing your IBS as mm. well. But uh, it might change. If you got IBS that is in diagnosis, it's best to be managed by a specialist. Sure, Your Excellency. It's it's uh, you. You know, I usually have a lot to say. 
but today, let me tell you, um, let me tell you uh, that um, you have literally just said a mouthful. So also because it's now time for us to actually cross over uh, to the news at the top of the hour, Your Excellency, thank you so much for that. Um, I wanted, I don't know, is there is there anywhere where we can refer, that you can refer us to where we can learn more um, about, especially IBS, uh, perhaps the diet, you know, related to just keeping our stomachs healthy? Um, is there any material that you can refer us to? Um, and uh, Kanene, where do we find you? Are you on the socials? How do we connect with you, Doc? Yeah, I think, you know, best way to deal with your IBS if you've been diagnosed, like I said, you know, I prefer that you see a specialist. Mm. But if you need a second opinion uh, and the doctors in your area, maybe there's no one that's got an interest in IBS as well, then you live outside your area so that you cut on cough and you cut on your time as well. And then also Dr. Google, I'll say avoid him at all costs because mm. he talks about American language. And we are in Africa and most of our diet that seem to be organic at this particular stage. Mm. So for people to know, maybe they may just give me a call, and then I'll leave my details with you, and then if they are ready, then I can come and examine them and have a chat and have a prayer. That is fantastic, uh, Your Excellency. We absolutely appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for your time uh, this afternoon. And have yourself a really blessed weekend. And, of course, uh, the very best of a brand new month to you, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Excellency. And also a blessed weekend as well. It is uh, Dr. Madime Diale, my family. We're going to do something unusual this afternoon. We're crossing straight over to uh, the traffic with our time now, five minutes after five. Uh, let's cross over to the traffic. We'll come back with uh, your headlines uh, in a couple of minutes. Great uh, conversation there. If you'd like to learn more, uh, uh, Dr. Madime says, yeah, says, let's avoid Google at all costs. Let's try and see how we can help you uh, with your traffic. That is our conversation health check. Uh, looking at particularly stomach-related matters. Share our passion for life on 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Do you read the Word for Today daily devotionals? We wish to ensure that your copy reaches you on time. You can now receive the booklet directly at an address of your choice or via email if you prefer. It's easy. Visit radiopulpit.co.za, select your choice and update your details. Or SMS the word DEVOTIONAL to 37871. You will receive a reply SMS with the options. Alternatively, contact client services on 012-334-1257. Standard rate supply. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.